wagered that it's a big deal. I don't believe you did wager. Did you wager? Oh, um, well, I'll, I'll take the opposing side. I have a feeling. Talking about Trump m- says something. Oh, go ahead. You can set it up. if you want. Michael Flynn was a national security advisor for a cup of coffee for Donald Trump. He struck me as kind of a kook the first time I ever saw him interviewed on Fox News. But mm-hmm. uh, he uh, he lied to the FBI. Boy, if there's one lesson to take from all this, never lie to the <clears> FBI. <throat> How often does that work out for anybody lying to the FBI? You know, it may occasionally, but it's a hell of a risk because they get pissed. Yeah, they don't like it. So uh, Jack thinks this is going to be a big, a blockbuster, uh, that uh, uh, Flynn's going to testify that he was instructed by Donald J. Trump himself uh, to contact the Russians in defiance of Trump's claims heretofore. I'm thinking Trump will say, yeah, I did secretly, and I wanted to keep it secret because I'm reaching out to one of the great powers on Earth to see if we can improve the relationship. That's it. If he's called that, diplomacy. If he says that, he could wiggle out of it. He's going to say something within the hour, probably. Yeah, we're expecting a, a possible state. Allegedly, he's going to say something. If he says, I never instructed Flynn to talk to the Russians and Flynn's got... Not only his testimony under oath, but emails or anything. Then I don't know where we are. Then I mean, well, Trump that would ha- be insane if Trump were to do that. But you know, <laughs> Trump hasn't denied it under oath, and lying to the public and the media is not a crime, or they would all be in jail. Right. Washington would be empty. You yeah. could move into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I my expectation is it will be a. Big political story, but not a justice story. Boy, and the weird the, poli- the way politics are right now, uh, how would it go as a political story? People who hate Trump already hate him. People who like him are, are willing to give him a pass on a whole bunch of stuff because the other side is worse. Right. And uh, turns so, out he plays fast and loose with the truth. Oh, knock me down with a feather. Now I almost wish we could get our uh, lawyer expert back on again because I've heard various smart people making the argument about what is obstruction of justice, and at a certain point, I guess. And the law is, what did our lawyer say earlier? Justice is in the eye of the beholder, or there are different definitions of justice or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, some people I've heard make the argument that, yes, sometimes if you build a case of firing this guy, telling the press you didn't do this, then those things are obstruction of justice. It wasn't under oath that you were lying to the press, but it fits a whole narrative of trying to stop the truth from coming out. Yeah, And that can be obstruction of justice. I don't know. Just remember this, Jack. If you're looking for justice, where do you look? Just us. I'm Joe Getty. Wow. Human feces, and that's a package no one wants. <laughs> Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. Ladies and gents, it's Cow Clips of the Week. Right now. <laughs> Oh, we have a fight on the other side. Look at this. Took us about 45 minutes. And yeah, it was it was Black Friday shopping at Yosemite. People pay 70 bucks for a carload. Just jam more people in the car. Yeah, they open their doors at 6 o'clock, but I'm really upset right now. We don't have anybody out here. We got another news crew that I'm not going to name. She's out here. So at the moment, I'm going to send it back to y'all because ain't nobody here. I'm going back home. I'm going back to my bed, and I'm going to sleep. She tries to bury people in an avalanche of, of horse shit every day. It's a 
노동당의 정치적 결단과 전략적 결심에 따라 새로 개발한 The New England Historical Genealogical Society looked into it and they found no proof of Warren having Native American lineage, which is problematic because she wrote for Pow Wow Chow. President Trump called Chinese President Xi this morning and told him that we have come to the point that China must cut off the oil from North Korea. China must show leadership and follow through. China can do this on its own or we can take the oil situation into our own hands. The stage manager was just like, three, two, we fired Matt Lauer and we're live. Nice to meet you, your highness. You're younger than me. <laughs> Bow to me. Bow to your elder. Yeah. Bow to your elder peasant. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, look, I'm president. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Who can you trust most not to show you their penis in a professional setting? Is it the candidate who doesn't have a penis? I'd say so. Can you tell me about the leash, sir? At what age did you realize you were interested in being on a leash, sir? Oh my God. That's, that cow is going to walk around with a purple ribbon around its neck. Before it's killed and eaten. <laughs> well, that's the fate of the cow, Jack. So they got a vermin problem at the White House. Mice and cockroaches. Uh, in, well, in the kitchen, in the offices. And a rat, apparently. Oh, Michael Flynn. <laughs> the sort of thing. A gerbil. That, <laughs> the sort of thing that if it were a real restaurant or, or a real business, you'd, you'd well, you'd, you might have to close the doors until you could get that cleaned up. Wow. Mice that's and the people's house. So that's the people's vermin. This has been going on for quite some time, as Jimmy Carter wrote in his diary in 1977. For two or three months now, I've been telling them to get rid of the mice. They're still growing in numbers, and I'm determined to either fire somebody or get the mice cleared out or both. Wow. In the 1800s, Grover Cleveland wrote, when the outside of the White House was hosed down during a cleaning, a shower of spiders blanketed the ground. That evening, the white columns were black with them as they crawled <sighs> back from whence they came. Sleep well, everybody. <laughs> and, then, and then there were the cockroaches. One staff member said of Grover Cleveland's White House, I didn't know there were so many species of cockroaches as <gasps> I got to get acquainted with my daily work. Wow. Wow. Also... Uh, Grover Cleveland, Grover Cleveland's wife, the First Lady Frances, said her canary was almost eaten by a rat. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> wow, the Clevelands beset by vermin. Yeah, and uh, currently they have lots of uh, ants, mice, and cockroaches in the White House still. Well, that's a really old house. So there you go, Grover hey. Cleveland. That's right. That's nasty. That's, sorry. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. A, not off the top of my head, it wasn't. No, it was not good. <laughs> well, I understood Both who you're talking about. Both fairly difficult voices to do, and that I, was I failed. very good, Ted Cruz. No, no shut <laughs> Michael. That's it. Now we're going to fight. Now we are going to fight. Uh, that's funny. You hate to have your canary eaten by a rat. Oh, boy. You really hate to have anything eaten by a rat. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Now we have breaking news. Michael Flynn has accepted full responsibility for his actions. Please. Making a motion now similar to one Louis C.K. made occasionally. Michael Flynn saying Trump directed him personally. 
to talk to the Russians, big deal or not, text line 415-295-KFTC. UB40 from the Jeffrey Morgan album. Nice job, Michael. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Airlines have uh, experienced a computer glitch that has allowed all of their pilots to take vacation at the same time. <laughs> this is completely true, and it meaning that thousands of flights in December have no one to fly them. Yeah, this is all part of American Airlines' new campaign to make the rest of their services seem less awful. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, I'll pay extra for my bags, but only if I get a pilot. <laughs> Now that's a glitch. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Little D's flying across the country on that very airline. You get a damn pilot in there, huh? All right. And not some, like, degenerate drunk you've already fired three times and you're rehiring out of desperation. Troubling story here, my friends. The Army's Special Warfare Center and School has launched an investigation into an anonymous email. Which is interesting, but here's what it said. The email accused its leaders of, quote, moral cowardice for ditching training standards and allowing undeserving soldiers to become members of elite Green Beret teams. The sharply critical message was sent earlier this week to a wide swath of the Army Special Forces community. The nearly 6,300-word message. Now, one of those monster Atlantic monthly articles, about 10,000 words, right? Jack, I mean, that's that's a big that's, fat yeah, magazine a, article. It's long. Yeah, that's a long. So this is 6,300 words. This is pages. Declared that the school. Hey, just for fun, Google how many words per page. See if something comes up. God, I used to know that, but when, I used, to have, when I used to have to write term papers and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew exactly how many words are on a page, because if you told me I had to write a 5,000-page essay, guess how long that SOB was going to be? <laughs> About 5,002 words. Yeah. Uh, about 500 words a page when typed single space. So this is, you know, 13 pages or so. Uh, the nearly 6,300 word message declared that the school's senior officers and enlisted leaders are primarily interested in advancing their careers by meeting demands for greater numbers of Green Berets and enforcing quote-unquote political agendas. Um, Major General Kurt Sontag, commanding general of the school located in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Thursday, he was one of the targets, obviously, but he defended the process for selecting Green Brace and rejected a number of the claims in the email. He said he stood, uh, he stands firmly behind the quality of every soldier we're sending to the operational force, which is what you would say, whether the allegations were true or not. I'm not saying I know that they are true, but that's what you'd say. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He also said comments in the email warrant further evaluation, and that is being done through, quote, formal inquiries in a number of existing institutional forums. It wasn't more specific, however. I do think it is notable that he said that some of the comments in the email warrant further evaluation, and they are on an official basis going to look into what the email says. But do they get into specifics? 
Yeah, the anonymous email said the push to hit unrealistic quotas has led to, quote, a dangerously less capable force as dozens, uh, end quote, quote, of flawed Green Beret candidates are nonetheless graduated. The message said instructors who sought to hold students accountable for their academic, physical, and character performance have instead been muzzled or punished. So it's not the letting women in or just any of that stuff you hear about. It's uh, it's just they just want to reach a number. Yeah. Well, we've heard on very, very good authority pretty recently that, well, remember the Army floated a, a trial dirigible uh, that they were going to let people with fairly serious mental illness issues in, at least conceivably. And that was universally greeted with horror, and they, they recanted or attracted it. But so it wouldn't shock me that given, you know, the nature of, of 21st century warfare, which is uh, entirely, almost entirely special forces at this point, we don't have, you know, 50,000, uh, you know, infantrymen sweeping across the plains anywhere. We've got special forces everywhere. It, it certainly is believable given the sloth of the Pentagon in responding. They're always fighting the last war. It wouldn't shock me at all to realize that they figured, look, we need 10,000 more guys. You've got to graduate them. But he's, he's disobedient. He's out of shape. He's, he's a moron. I could believe that. Hey, did... Uh... Oh, the email also asserts that the officers and enlisted leaders in charge of Green Beret training wanted to enhance their prospect for promotion by ensuring female candidates are capable of completing the punishing qualification course. Women, the author said, should be outraged by the implication they need preferential treatment. Okay. The author of the email is identified only as a concerned Green Beret. So he's saying the women were getting preferential treatment? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, well, exactly how they, um, how the leadership went to extraordinary lengths to assure that they uh, passed, I don't know. If it was well, just giving them extra exercise or, or, or being like a personal trainer or something like that, that's troubling, but. I have a, I have a first person account. Um, my brother tried out for an elite unit thing that was uh, super hard to get into, um, and just an unbelievable, uh, test to get into the amount of fighting and things you had to do. I mean, just physical requirements and stuff like that. And he didn't, he didn't make it as a dude, but he said there were women that made it that weren't at the same level of qualification that they let pass. Yeah. I don't, which was disappointing to him because he was so close to making it. And but there were women that that made it through. There are others in the military who may or may not have let me know that um, there comes a point where your commanding officer says, yes, you're correct. It will reduce readiness. Yes, it will be dangerous. Yes, it is uh, a bad policy. But Congress is insisting. So you need to shut up. Um, That happens all the time. Yeah. There's a certain Would that uh, surprise anybody? No. No, there's a certain belief among certain people in our government that the military is a jobs program and a sociology experiment. Hey, speaking of things uh you, you don't know if it's a big deal or not, like Flynn pleading guilty and he's willing to testify that Trump told him to talk to the Russians. Mm-hmm. Um is that a big deal or not? Will I ever hear about it again? Cuz I swear to god the U.N. ambassador, Nikki Haley, yesterday, right. day before yesterday, saying China needs to stop its oil exports to North Korea or we will do it. Right. I haven't heard a word about that since. Nope, completely unnoticed. That was an extraordinary thing to say. Historic. 
Well, yeah, if you follow through on it, it's historic. It's it's. Well, if you don't, it is. That's you can't say that. It's an act of war against China, conceivably. Unless China acquiesces, I think they'd take it certainly as an act of war. Well, they'd be acquiescing to an act of war, um, which is uh, I don't think they would do that. What do you, what do you call a billion angry Chinese? A serious global political issue. Back to you. It's no joke. I don't think the way they've been building islands and trying to declare that part of the world theirs right, right now that we send a armada in to surround North Korea and stop a any Spanish Navy, <laughs> stop any. Um, I'm using Trump's word um, and <laughs> stop right. any oil uh, imports into North Korea. Yeah. I don't think the Chinese would say, "Oh yeah, I guess I guess you can from the other side of the world just show up in our waters and decide what not goes their where." Waters, careful, careful. Well, they think it's their waters now. They're not going to let us I say it's I'm our waters. I think I'm handsome, wa- but that doesn't mean, you know, They're not going to let wa- us say it's our waters. Yeah. Yeah. It's international waters. Isn't and that what she said the power. other day? Did I not understand what so, she was saying? No, you understood perfectly well. It was unequivocal. You just didn't mean it. I don't know. Does this fit into the whole, is Tillerson out or isn't he thing? Hmm. I mean, maybe he went to the Trump Meister. My Trump, my Trump, my lovely POTUS Trump. <laughs> and and said to him, wasn't that delightful? <laughs> Maybe Tillerson went to him and said, "What the hell is she saying? Do you realize what she said? How can she go off like that and say s like that at the UN without consulting me?" And Trump said, "I kind of liked it. Go back home. Go back to the State Department, fathead. <laughs> Who fathead. knows? Well, and maybe that's that. That's where it fall, fell apart." But you see, Sean, uh, to your point of wasn't that lovely. So we got this complex geopolitical conversation we're having that is only interesting to a certain number of people to start with. Certainly. And then Joe throws in that, which is interesting to a certain number of people. And those groups don't usually mix. That's my genius. So what are we doing? Bringing people together. (laughs) (laughs) I had this conversation with many listeners last night at our listener event. Hey, do you guys know what we're doing? <laughs> if you guys have figured out what we're doing, let us know. Yeah. What's the audience for yeah, this? Yeah. Not wow. exactly sure. So all the all the <laughs> networks are going crazy about the the Flynn thing, and uh, Fox News is on. They got Leg Show going. Leg Show meets Crossfire. It's uh, what do they call that? Outnumbered or yeah? It's it's four attractive women in really short skirts on a couch with the camera down on the floor. And some newsmakers sitting amidst them. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of shows that can't be figured out, what's going on there? Well, it's for, it would appear just glancing up at it, it's for dudes who want to look at women's legs. Those half circle sofas, do they only sell those to TV sets? <laughs> Can I get that like in a living room? It's that, called a sectional, Sean. Of that size? Yeah. Where would you buy that? Who's house the sex is that back in sectional? Yeah. A 15-person half-circle couch. (laughs) We call it Eight Legs in a Newsmaker on Fox. I wonder if I sent a camera stand to Fox and said, hey, you can get your cameras up higher. Right. So you don't have to shoot down from below at the women's legs. Shoot shoot up, yeah. Yeah, you can. Most people put these at, like, eye level. (laughs) Not upskirt level. Not mirror shoed perv level. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, no comment from President Trump about Flynn's Russia investigation no. guilty plea. 
How streaming video affects your love life, and we'll revisit a charming DC Christmas tradition minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Depends on the video, I suppose. Um, Trump, you know, often says things, tweets things without obviously running it by anybody. He ought to be careful on this one. What he says. This, this could get him into some serious trouble. I think his lawyers are even now sitting on his chest, telling him, look, you're not touching that cell phone. <laughs> you're not saying a word. Because yeah, if he makes a yeah. declarative statement like he is wont to do, of I've never told Flynn to talk yeah. to Russia, that's going to get messy. Exciting to watch, but not sure it's good for the country. Uh, so we got all that on the way, and then the petering out. Oh, man, it's just fabulous to be alive. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Pretty busy news week. Yep. I mean, there's been a lot this week. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this this tax overhaul alone is a giant story, and it's it's barely making the news with everything going on. Let's get to the news with my, now with Marsha Phillips. Well, no comment. President Trump not answering questions about former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's guilty plea to lying to the FBI. Trump did not respond to shouted questions this morning as he welcomed Libya's Prime Minister to the White House. Trump just waved and flashed a thumbs up. Early on, there was the word that uh, Trump would uh, have some comments to make, but no deal. Flynn pleading guilty to making false statements to the FBI, agreeing to cooperate in the probe into Russian meddling into last year's presidential election, and admitting in his plea Trump transition officials directed his contacts with the Russians. Flynn saying that a senior member of the Trump uh, team directed him to make contact with the Russian officials in December of 2016. Now, one of uh, the president's attorneys is playing down December today's... 2016, after the election? Yes. Okay. So Whoa! What is this? Did, did it just come out? Okay. Breaking news, breaking news. James Comey, former FBI director, just decided to tweet something out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And Randomly his, woke up, saw him. And yeah. for his tweet, he goes with the Bible verse. In quotes, but justice... The Bible! Yeah, the Bible. That's right, Mr. President. But justice rolled down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Oh. Amos 524. <laughs> wow. So, did he have to get up and go to the bathroom? Is that what you're saying? Or? Is that a reference to the P-tape? What, well, what's I, going on? Yeah. I think it's pretty clear that James Comey is saying, hey, what comes around goes around, old POTUS. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, Twitter war. Twitter war! Yep. That's, that's something I didn't... <laughs> I didn't think Comey would feel the need to jump into it like that. He did with the, you know, he he hears the breaking news and thinks, ah, all right, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll uh, send a little shot at the old president. Mm. Of course, he did fire me. Yep. While I was on a business trip, he didn't yep. even take the time to pick up the phone and tell me. Oh boy! I found out about it on the news. Yeah, while he was addressing other uh, agents, I yeah. believe. Hello yeah. there. Oh wait, I've been fired. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, one of Trump's attorneys is downplaying today's guilty plea by Flynn in a statement. Ty Cobb said nothing about the guilty plea or the charge implicates... They stole home! ...implicates <laughs> anyone other than Mr. Flynn. That is the uh, White House lawyer's response. 
Meanwhile, stocks still sharply lower after the Flynn plea came out this morning. So I'm yeah, taking we'll be fine. I'm taking from Comey's tweet, though. He thinks this is a fairly big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I think you're right. <laughs> These are odd times. God, I'd say. Who, there's no telling where this is all going. No telling. No. The uh, father of uh, Kim Steinle, who was uh, shot in... Kate Steinle? Yeah. Kate, I'm sorry. Kate Steinle, who was shot and killed in 2015 in San Francisco. The father is sending out his opinion, his opinion of the uh, not guilty verdict for the shooter. Justice was rendered, but it was not served. That is what he is saying. I, I would encourage y'all, if you did not hear our interview with uh, Michael Cardoza... Is it Michael, I believe? Yeah, Michael Cardoza. Uh, yeah, um, uh, to, to dial that up on the podcast or, or find it, he describes in, uh, well, in extremely thorough detail and very well uh, the, the missteps, the fumbles of the prosecution. Very discouraging. The illegal immigrant accused of murder in the case acquitted by a jury yesterday and was only convicted on a weapons possession charge. And yeah, as we were talking about earlier, you got the case itself and whether you, I, or anybody, would what would we be convicted of or not with that situation? Along with the fact is what the hell's that guy doing in our country to start with? How do we have a system where there are cities protecting lifelong criminals who are here illegally and have no skills. Right. I mean, this it is indefensible that anybody would want this waste of skin in any country on Earth. Yet you have people cheering, saying, yay, yay, justice, he got off. It's sickening. Absolutely sickening. Uh, a quick note, the Dow is down not even a half a percent at this point. And given the leaps uh, that it's made in recent days, yeah. this is just an absolutely predictable sell-off. Now, you know, something bigger may be happening, but... Man, everybody's just seen it go up, 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 and gotten more and more nervous. When do I sell and get my profit? When do I take my profit? So today's the day. It's 90, a Friday. It happens all the time. 90% of the stories you hear about the Dow are completely freaking bogus. Apparently, true love means never watching streaming shows alone. Survey of 2,000 people found over 75% of them watched the next episode of a TV show without telling their partners. <laughs> 20% admit to watching a whole series behind their significant other's back. Cheating! Furthermore, over 25%, a quarter of people asked, said they consider this kind of streaming infidelity worse than sending flirty text messages to another person. Oh, well, that's a you idiots. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. Now, come but, on. Is there a single uh, air-breathing homo sapien listening to this who thinks that's real? No. Come on. But the uh, if you got a show you're watching together yeah. and you come home and, and my wife says, yeah, I already watched it. What? We're going to watch it together. Yeah. What do you mean you already watched it? I'll watch I mean, it again with you. That's, oh. Yeah, it ain't the same. That's a big deal. It I mean, is. That's, that's, that's an uncool thing to do. There have been a number of presidential traditions that President Trump has passed on during his tenure so far, but he is sticking with holiday festivities. And last night, he and our First Lady lit the national Christmas tree. We want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, have unbelievable holidays and we are now going to light a very beautiful tree and i'll ask our first lady to get ready and maybe we'll do a countdown from 10. okay so we'll go 10 9, nine eight seven six, six five four, four next? three two one oh. <laughs> what was that the tree blew up <laughs> michael <laughs> 
Thank you very much, Michael, for that tree topper. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. There you go. Might want to put a nuclear warhead on top of that tree to remind North Korea what's going on. Speaking of stories that have kind of been swept aside. Yeah. I'm yeah. calling for less news. <laughs> There's too much news. Yeah. Four days ago, the craziest country in the world made it clear that they could reach anywhere in the United States with a missile, and that just doesn't make the news anymore. Not since Matt Lauer was wagging his wang at people. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. weeks has taught us anything it's that we need more women in positions of power not less so when you're choosing Michigan's next attorney general ask yourself this who can you trust most not to show you their penis in a professional setting is it the candidate who doesn't have a penis I'd say so you know, it sounds like she's in a bathroom having just checked to make sure she doesn't have one. That's it's a, a little echoey in there. That's a real ad from the Michigan Attorney General? Uh, oh, candidate. Candidate? Yeah. Yeah, the laughter from that. I, I pulled the audio from that from right. Seth Meyers last yeah, night. Yeah, I get yeah, that. But, that's uh, funny. Yeah. It's out there. Boy, our theme this morning, uh, justice and injustice from the inexplicably horrible Kate Steinle verdict. And look, no, it wasn't going to be first-degree murder. It never was. But to not find the guy guilty of assault with a deadly weapon and put him away for 20 years, he killed her with a deadly weapon. He was a felon in possession of a gun. It's just this is a, a terrible day for American justice. All right, already a felon in possession of guns. That's right. a big deal. But yeah. it's hard to imagine me being at a mall with a loaded gun for whatever reason. It's in my hands. Somebody ends up dead that I don't end up in prison for a long time. Yeah. It's just hard to imagine that that could occur. Just horrifying. So you've got that. You've got the Michael Flynn uh, Trump thing. If this becomes a justice thing, as in, you know, laws in in the Justice Department, et cetera, et cetera, it remains a political issue. Uh, We'll we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, You've got, uh, you know, a little more on the story I mentioned earlier. Here's a police officer, Jacksonville, Florida. Guy shot him multiple times as he was taking his little boy to school. He returned fire, um, did not hit the guy. But Kevin Rojas, then 19 years old, uh, didn't, didn't hit the kid, thank God. But they found him. They arrested him. They tried him. They convicted him. Um, and the cop, who is okay now, thank God, he took out a tube of KY jelly in, in the, court Wow! Wednesday, waved it at him, said, you're going to need a lot of this. Fair play, I say. That's something. We're going to send it upstairs to the booth. No foul. I'm not uh, in general bothered by it. I, I'm not sure it's an indication of uh, someone who ought to be a cop. I don't know. Look, I shot him a bunch of times as he's walking along with his little boy. So that's in, restraint. So in court, in the courtroom, you make uh, you're going to get raped a lot. Uh, jokes. It's it's interesting. It's a reference. It's not a joke. Is found guilty of numerous felonies. Apparently, they prosecute people in this jurisdiction 
San Francisco DA. Well, they prosecuted the guy. They just floundered. Um, found guilty in numerous felonies, including attempted first-degree murder, grand theft, auto, attempted manslaughter, two counts of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer. I uh, and that uh, a lot uh, 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 trouble. Pardon me. Listen, uh, I understand a lot of you are having trouble listening to the show. So. Not because of its quality. <laughs> But because we're having technical issues. Satellite issues. Yeah, I a, demand our money back. It takes a hell of a lot of uh, technology to get uh, the show from our mouths into your ear hole. And uh, we apologize. Things are a little funky today. And we're we're digging like crazy to straighten it out. But, right uh, into your ear hole. Yeah. It's December 1st. Christmas is, I'm guessing, 25 days away. I haven't looked at the calendar. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Thinking of my kids will, will, can't be listening right now. They're both at school. Um, thinking getting some sort of motorized vehicle for the kids this year for Christmas. Mm. That's going to be like a, a, a one giant present as opposed to a bunch of medium size or smaller presents. What are you thinking? Like a Honda Accord? Or, kind of like or when what? the trampoline. pack. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when they got the trampoline. There wasn't much else with the trampoline that year. But Yeah, fair enough. That uh, Santa brought. Oh, jeez. I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning putting that thing together. Oh, 3 a.m. Tell I remember. me about it. And it, was it was like 32 degrees yeah, outside. It was yeah. freezing cold. Oh I, had, I had all of our vehicles parked around it in the dark so I'd have some light to work on it. And, and you know what? And I did that with a trampoline and a basketball hoop and a, a swing set and all through the years. Cherished memories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. No doubt. F- funny. Yeah. But I'm um, going to get Brutal a... at the time, though. I mean... Anger, misery, fatigue. <laughs> well, some of the parts I needed weren't in it. Mm, more anger. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to get him some sort of motorized vehicle. My wife and I are going back and forth between like uh, some sort of uh, four-wheeler thing. What do you call those? Like an ATV? Like AT- an electric Jeep thing? Or like There's a, that. Or like a real one. Or m- mini bikes. Oh. Something, something in that area. God, you are country folk. That's fabulous. Oh yeah, I I'm I'm angling toward the mini bikes. My wife's worried about crashes and stuff like that, but I don't know. I had a mini bike, and you crash, mm-hmm. and you get back on it, and ride off. Right. But uh, uh, a buddy of mine, you know, the ATVs, the is that what you call those? You ride around on them. They got four, yeah. four big vehicles. wheels, yeah. Yeah. four big yeah. wheels. Anyway, a buddy of mine who flies Life Flight or used to do that. Does he still do that? I don't remember. Uh, flies Life Flight for people in rural America. He said, "Do not get those." He said, "You would oh. not believe how many people I fly to the hospital with broken backs because of those." Things. Yeah. He said, he said, I was going to get those for my kids until I started finding out how many people get hurt on so I got a mini bikes. At least you just fall over. You don't get your legs trapped and your back broken. Right. Oh, landing on top of you? Yeah. yeah. Flip. God, and you, you remember my buddy who, who broke both his arms badly, like in multiple places. And uh, and he his wife had to do everything for him like he was an infant for weeks. On a, He was riding one of those? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's a life's risk-reward. Y'all do what you want to do. I mean, if you like riding them, ride them. Go crazy. The problem is our neighbors, our country neighbors, are close enough that their kids can see, same age kids, them riding around, and they've got, like, every cool kid vehicle that exists, and they're driving around them all the time over there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see when your kids get jetpacks. My kids get up to the fence and just <laughs> right. look at them through the fence. That when sure your kids are fun. hovering over them, looking down at them with their jetpacks, <laughs> then those little bastards will know, huh, who's the lucky kids now? My brother and I got a mini bike that we shared when I think I was eight and he was six. And God, we loved that thing. I'll bet. We lived out in the country. We rode that thing constantly for years. God, as a city kid, I can't even imagine that. Can't oh, imagine. So fun. It's every bit as much fun as you'd think it would be. Hey, guys, gonna do your uh, your final thoughts now? Hmm? 
give uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip? Hmm? Give us all a little uh, last-minute chuckle before the nine o'clock hour passes us by? Hmm? Yeah? Give uh, give everyone one last chance to uh, get what's eaten them off the chest? Hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the new stories of the day? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, you guys go ahead and do that now. Here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? I am very pleased to know with everything else going on, we had no trouble pulling off a flesh-free Friday. So let's see what the weekend oh. brings. God, I hope we don't have a constitutional crisis Monday. But yeah. We yeah. shall see. Yeah. Michelangelo, final thought. I've always heard the term, what can Brown do for you, you know, with UPS. I don't want to know. That's a reference to an unfortunate earlier story. Uh, Positive Sean, final thought. Yes, I have completed another solar lap in this lifetime, and uh, may this year be the best one yet. Uh, Heads up, there's a ton of good movies out in the the local movie theaters. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Shape of Water, uh, Coco, and Lady Bird, the the highest rated, rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes of all time. All yeah, really? theaters right now, yeah. yeah. I'll be bedanged. Jack is co-host. What is your final thought? Shape of water. The hell could that possibly be? It's my mom's birthday weekend also, so happy birthday to my mom. I'll bet you two did with similar things. You going out and drinking tequila shots? Because that's what it. my mom's probably been. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what is my final thought? Don't need no training wheels on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I hope we're not headed into a constitutional crisis where we got former National Security Advisor saying one thing under oath, President saying something else, and... Yeah, that might bump the penises and uh, vaginas off the front page for a while. Mm, I'd vote for half of that. Uh, <laughs> my final thought is happy birthday to my daughter, Kate, and to positive Sean as well. Uh, I am uh, picking up my dog today. I will now again be a dog owner. I should probably blog. I have a dog blog. I won't, but I will make this deal with you, dog. I will feed you. I will medicate you. I will love you. We will play together. We will have a great life as buddies. Just don't chew on my house, please. Please don't chew on my house. (laughs) Uh, Sprinkler systems. That's what I see going first. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Not a flying dog. Oh, you mean the irrigation outside? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll see you all Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.